guys, welcome to my eighth episode. This is number eight. My name is Georgia, and this is the American Dream Podcast. Enjoy. Monday. Happy late Veterans Day to everyone. Happy early Thanksgiving. This year literally flew by. It said January, February, March, September. I don't know where any of the other months went. Literally the fastest year of my life, I think. Unless... Yeah, when I was one and two and three, I didn't even know. But yeah, the fastest year of my life, and I bet yours too. What happened to 2020? Is it because of COVID? I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, guys, this episode is going to be a Q&A, uh, highly requested. And honestly, I've been wanting to do one of these because a lot of things have changed since our last Q&A session. So let's get right into it. Question number one, what's the biggest lesson or takeaway 2020 has given you? Oh, that's a good one. So for me, 2020 has shown me just how little control we have, like actually over anything, right? So how little control we have over our lives and the things that we just kind of get thrown at. So it's better to learn to kind of like roll with the punches and make decisions on the fly rather than be attached to any other thing and only kind of count on one thing, right? So what do I mean by that? It means that in 2020, in the beginning of 2020 at least, I was only counting on, you know, my military career to bring me profit and to bring me purpose. And in the beginning of COVID, I found just how much of good I am in other different things. Um, and a lot of people are like, why did you start a business in COVID and I explained this in my other episode but it's kind of like I learned how to roll with the punches and make decisions on the fly um so if that was my biggest lesson this year so far question number two where do you get your inspiration from to work out okay so again right looking and feeling your best makes it all the worth like fitness is a huge part of my life but I'm not any like bodybuilder or big muscles or anything of that sort what I'm simply saying here is we get out of life what we believe we're worth and so when you believe that you're worth becoming more fit and you're worth becoming healthier and that is just a form of treating yourself like more kindly it's a gift you give yourself that says like all right i'm worth it and i deserve more energy i deserve to feel great about myself i deserve to not be self-conscious and so fitness is that for me um and, and another thing my career depends on it so yeah I, you know gotta stay fit so that's where my inspiration comes from question number three how did you start your brand <sighs> i wish i could put it in words and it's difficult okay so let me just say this right you don't always need a plan sometimes you just gotta send it like you gotta breathe trust and just shoot and just send it and see what happens right so that's kind of how i started my brand of course did i do my research on it yes did i do my homework yes did i know what to expect hell freaking 
No. I just knew that I wanted to start, and so I started. I, like I've said before, it's easier, easier, easier to just start and learn from your mistakes than to never start and just overanalyze, 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 and think about the what-ifs. Because you'll never start that way. Nothing holds you back more than yourself. Think about that. That's why I started. But a quick tip here, in case you actually are serious about starting a brand or starting a business uh, online is Shopify. Just Google it, Shopify. It has literally an entire coursework of stuff to, to help you start, to help you learn about shipping, packaging, uh, sales, marketing, everything. Everything you need to know as a startup, it says it there. So look it up, Google it, Shopify. S-H-O-P-I-F-Y. Question number four. What is your number one business strategy? Okay, y'all just want me to put all my business out. Th- nah, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Hey, I'm, I'm glad. I'm re- literally from the bottom of my heart. Honest to God, I am thankful and grateful to have this opportunity through this podcast to give you guys advice and give you guys my strategies, right? So my number one strategy is posting stuff content 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 in fact like my entire business is built around content on tiktok for example if you go to any military right because again my business american dream athletics it's mostly geared towards military firefighters you know athletes so people who go hardcore right dreamers so if you go on TikTok right now, any military type audience will know about my Brave hoodies, will know about American Dream Athletics. They might have not all bought some because they're still getting there, but they know because my content game is on point. Like that's one game I will never lose content. As long as I have a phone and a camera and a microphone, I'm winning the content game in this business. And what I mean by winning here is not I'm actually the top, right? Because that's just very, very ambitious to say I'm not the top. But winning to me means I'm working harder than everybody else in this industry to create content, organic content, true original content, not just some recycled like creative library content. No, true original content. That's what I meant by winning. Question number five. How do you ignore criticism and do what's best for you? Um, I don't ignore criticism. I actually welcome criticism, like constructive criticism, criticism from the right people, right? Because uh, I'm not going to take business advice from somebody who's never built a business before. But like constructive criticism from the right people is actually really good for you. It, it builds you up. And it's something that we learn in the military as well. Like, you know things that you can improve on right after action reviews these are things that we always do to get better so like i don't ignore criticism i actually welcome it uh and then the second part what do you do what's best for you um is is by staying true to yourself right who you are and not changing to to please others only changing to please yourself like what's gonna make you happy type of thing easy to say hard to do in a society where all that matters is likes and comments and shares right and social media is literally taking over our freaking lives like people are literally going by how many likes they get they're basing their self-worth based on how many likes they get and i say like 
fuck all that, man. Like, not, and uh, excuse me for my language, but like, that is literally trash, okay? Nothing of that matters. The You're real like- world. You're never gonna find yourself in a position where someone's gonna ask you, hey, you want this job? Oh, okay, how many likes do you have? No, that's never gonna happen. So, guess what? Those things don't matter. So, stop working so hard to get those things. Unless, unless, unless you are marketing that is a completely different game then of course these type of things matter but just for your selfie and your videos and like that that stuff don't matter man don't don't base your self-worth based on that stuff question number six what is a typical work day for you (laughs) i wish i could answer this question i literally yeah i i can't answer this question because my days i never have yeah, I literally don't have it. So, okay, 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 okay. Let me take you guys back, right? So, I do have a calendar with a schedule that I have to do every single day, but never does one day look like the other. Every single day is something different, which is why I love my job as a recruiter. Like, it's so, it's it's all, like, full of energy, and, like, every day you do something different, talking to different people and stuff like that. Obviously, handling my business, doing TikTok, social media, and stuff like that. So, never does one day looked like the other I don't have your typical nine to five work you know I don't have that typical job and I think for a person like me thank god I don't because I could never be stuck to a desk from nine to five because I literally go crazy so I need every day to look different for me to to stay involved and uh, perform at my best Um, so yeah but if I have to average my day out like my average day out of the week uh, it looks something like you know wake up Um, do some orders, print some orders, put them in my car, go back in the house, change my uniform, grab my backpack, come back in the car, go to the post office or UPS, drop the orders, run to work, get to work. I actually do, you know, recruit uh, through social media, different strategies, maybe a virtual event or something like that. Um, Go to lunch, come back, continue working, get out of work, maybe four or five. I literally every day changes, but whatever. Let's just say I get out of four, um, come back home, eat dinner, uh, go work out. Usually it's a running, right? November 90, 90 miles in November. So I actually usually run nowadays. I'll go run in my local park, come back, do some more orders and have them ready and prepped for tomorrow. Um, and then uh, answer emails and customer service and stuff like that. But yeah, typically, like I said, not one day looks at like the other, but if I had to give you my average day, then it looks something like that. Question number seven. I'm honestly a bit worried I won't be in the right shape to join the army. Okay, so this was not a question, right? This was more like a statement. However, let me talk you through this a little bit, right? Not being in the right shape to join the army is not a thing. It's not. Because the first thing you go through is what? Basic training, right? What's the first word of that? Basic. It is basic for a reason. There are people there, right? Recruits in all different types of shapes some in really good shape some in really bad shape all right you're there starting week one everyone starts at the same level which is the minimum basic like five repetitions of one exercise that's it that's it you start minimal right and then you work your way up from there so don't worry about not being in the right shape worry about being in the right mindset the shape will come Question number eight, what's your biggest fear? Um, So my biggest fear actually used to be 
very very lame it was the fear of heights um actually in basic training i had a lot of trouble with like the tower i remember myself being on top of the tower and like freaking out like i would not repel off that tower even if you paid me i don't i didn't care what you were gonna give me i don't care about graduating or not i was not gonna go down and uh all of a sudden i thought of like my brothers and I was like, oh, nah, I can't go back and tell them I didn't make it. I have to jump. So I just jumped, right? Um, so my biggest fear is, like, knock on wood, like, losing a family member. If anything ever happens to my family, I think I'm really going to lose it. Like, that's my biggest fear. Or anybody close to me. Like, that. that's just, uh, I don't ever want to think about that. Other than that, I think everything else is something we can overcome. But I don't think I can ever come back from like losing like someone close to me. I don't know if that makes sense. Question number nine, when you first enlisted, what was your first MOS? Uh, so my first MOS was 36 Bravo, which is finance, financial management technician. Um, it's something that when I was 17, I thought I was gonna major in finance and I thought I was all cool and whatnot. And ends up, I changed my major like a thousand times, got a bachelor's in Homeland Security and never even touched finance, except in the military. Uh, finance in the military was pretty cool. Has to do a lot with like vendors and contracts and coding. So it's a little bit different from like the outside world. Uh, but that was my first MOS, right? So it's helped me with my business a lot. I wouldn't change it for the world. However, I had to move on to recruiting because I'm just not an office person like that. Question number 10, how can you develop into a good leader? Um, I'm so glad you asked. Like this is my favorite question of the whole thing. So here's how like I'm trying to be the best leader I can at least is by taking every leadership style I see and creating my own. And what do I mean by that is I'm looking at a bad leader, right? Whatever he or she is doing wrong, I make sure that in my future, I don't make those same mistakes. And then looking at a good leader or an excellent leader and be like, all right, what is he or she doing right? And adding that to my leadership library, right? So as you go and as you have, I don't know, sergeants, officers, or whatever field you're in, as you're looking at that leader and whatever they're bad or good or however they are, take the good things and, and learn from their mistakes so you don't make the same ones. Number 11, how hard was it starting your own business and what was the number one or top obstacle you faced? Was it hard? Yes. I wouldn't say like too hard i would just say time consuming right it wasn't it wasn't hard it was just time consuming um but when you have the passion that's that doesn't mean nothing to you right um what i always say to people it, it's kind of like do you want to be comfortable or do you want to grow because you can't do both and that's what i tell myself as well and i told myself that before i started like hey if you're gonna start this there's gonna be days there's gonna be zero days. There's gonna be days where you make no money. There's gonna be days where you have no attention, right? There's gonna be days where nobody's looking at the website. And you have to learn to be okay with that. You have to learn to be okay with those type of days because it, those days is how you learn to grow. What did I do wrong for that day to go so bad? And what can I learn from it so I don't make it next time? That That's, that's a lot of my type of thinking. The number one obstacle I had 
and still kind of facing is um, finding the right people for the right job. And what do I mean by that is yes, you might be starting the business on your own. However, at some point you will need a team to, to move farther, right? And so you'll need an ad guy, you'll need a camera guy, you'll need a marketing guy, you'll need all these people, right, in the right place. Unless you could do all that, then you'll need a team. Um, my obstacle was learning to do all that. I want to be an all-in-one. I want to do it all. However, a good CEO doesn't do that. A good CEO puts people in positions that are best and perform the best in the positions that are they're put in, and you know they they make adjustments from there. Um, so it's a little challenging with my job, obviously being full time in the military and also having a side hustle like my business. Uh, it's a little hard at the moment, but in the future I definitely see us you know heading in that direction. All right, this is it for the questions, guys. I don't want to make this too long, but we'll do a lot more of these. So make sure you're following me on Instagram. It's underscore G team. Um, and ask me your questions. You can always DM me any time of day. And I literally go through my DMs like a crazy person. And I spend a lot of time answering you guys because I feel like that's what we have social media, right? To just interact with each other. So why not? Um, so if you have any questions, please feel free to shoot me a DM. Today's highlighted review will be by Pain Man 5000 Inspiration from an inspiration. Honest grade A. No-nonsense advice. Georgia is really a winner and committed to helping others win. Definitely worth a listen. Thanks, Payne. I appreciate you guys. And keep putting us in that top 20 spot for Apple Podcasts. Love reading these. So leave me a review and I'll highlight yours next. Wow.